That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Welcome to Bat Force Radio, a Batman slash DC podcast with no limits. We got to go in tonight. We're also live on Instagram, but let me get the the force out of the way. We got a good round the table tonight. I got Grandpa Batman from Texas. <laughs> got Robin Cross over in Canada. Hey. We got Bat Force Tom in sunny California. Oh, cheers. Got LPC, aka Opie, over in Jersey. What's up, everybody? Arkham Inmate 0801, aka Big Diggity, over in West Virginia. Yo. And the cream of the crop, Robo Rich, over in Detroit. <laughs> oh yeah! All right, we got to go in tonight. Um, big shout out to everybody in the live stream over at Instagram. Topic one: We're gonna go through what DC characters we think should have a Netflix series. So we're gonna go through what char- what DC characters we think should have a Netflix series. And just to touch up on that real quick, I think it's overdue, and I also think it's inevitable the way things are going. Netflix is kind of like taking over the world <laughs> at this yeah. point with TV. Sooner or later, it's going to be $20 a month for Netflix. They're going to have everything on there, original content, plus, you know, tons of stuff that has already been broadcast in the past. So um, it's only it's inevitable before we get some DC shows on Netflix. And tonight, Bat Force is just going to go through what characters we feel should have a Netflix show. This is an awesome strategy for Marvel. They take characters that the book sells may be lagging a little bit or just kind of, you know, not their A team, you know, that they're going to put in the movies. And they're like, we'll just put them over here on Netflix, give them a little money and just make a, instead of just a two hour movie, we'll make a 12 episode season and see what kind of response there. And I asked Robin the other day if like in the shop, his sales for Iron Fist have gone up since the release of Netflix. And he said, well, it kind of started before, you know, once all the hype. And I, I kind of saw yeah, the thing so with uh, Daredevil, you know, and then yeah, Luke yeah, Cage. Yeah, are the first ones that get on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that's, that's pretty genius. You know, Hey, let's, you know, because a lot of people, you know, they're not interested in something, especially reading, unless they can kind of see it visually. So yeah. I just think that, Marvel kind of, you know, came up with a good game plan, and I think DC could definitely um, use that format for uh, some of its characters. Yeah, we're gonna break sure. it open. Um, the first one that came to mind, DC character that should have a Netflix show, is uh, that we feel is Catwoman. Uh, a couple of reasons I want to mention: one, uh, the fight after seeing after seeing some of the fighting in Daredevil, I could just imagine. How Selena would brawl in the alleyways. I mean, you know, think Michelle Pfeiffer doing backflips in the snow in the alleyways and just kicking ass. I would love to see a ton of that. Uh, there's a big duality with Catwoman. You could do like two stories in one. You could have her as Selena working with crime families or against crime families in Gotham. And at the same time, you can get into her personal life and her personal history. Just so much to work with. I mean, she's been around for, what, 77 years? And she definitely needs a mature rating. I think a... Uh... And there, there are a lot of stories to draw from, too. Uh, uh, do one in Rome. Oh, yeah. oh, when in Rome. Tim Sale, Jeff Lowe, boy, you had to go there, huh? <laughs> there, there really is just so much to work with Selena because she's... She really deals with so many different levels of crime in Gotham. She's as close to Batman as there is. You can go into high society, you can go into bank robberies, you can go into murder investigations. The sexual side you could play on that. There's just so much potential with with a good Catwoman. We never I, we never really had a good comic book accurate Catwoman on any screen yet. So it would be really cool to see them adapt that. Maybe something like Adam Hughes esque or something like that. I'd really like to see. I would I would be wondering how close that they would tie her into Batman because I don't know if DC would let Batman be in like a TV series because she she's very inevitably going to have her run-ins with him, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know what I was thinking. You're going to laugh, um, Gramps. I was thinking do something like a 
Wilson from Home Improvement, where instead of behind the fence, he's behind the gate or something. <laughs> I tell you too, though, you know, with them letting Superman be on freaking Supergirl, nothing's off limits now. I mean, that, that's true. Yeah, but, they've got you know. got two, you know, a film Superman and a show Superman now. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, a while ago, Superman it would have so. been impossible <laughs> for yet yeah, to it would have been impossible to, you know, to even think about him being on a show because he's like strictly filmed. But once they did it with Superman, that kind of opened the door because, you know, him and Batman are probably their most protected properties, you know. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see it happening. It'd be it'd be great. I'd even like to see uh, like how they did that year one animated film for Catwoman. I thought that was great and had a darker. You know, oh, um, that, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah, that was there, shocking. There's there's your potential right there. <laughs> right. You can see where you could take that boy. Hit oh. that pause button, boy. <laughs> <laughs> quick quick shout out to the live chat. Someone said Batwoman. Someone said Teen Titans. I think you know tons of good characters to work with. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah. man, you could do such a sexy man. Catwoman series with fighting I and touch on too where you know one of the followers are suggesting Batwoman. That's somebody I always thought would be great too because she's been kept so separated from, you know, Batman that you could have a show with her and it could run and her not run into him and it still feel, you know, not out of place or anything like that. Like it, I think she could do a really great show and you wouldn't even have to have Batman in it and it would still, you know, feel normal. Well, here's the thing: um, Catwoman, a Catwoman show on Netflix would also be a great gateway for the Falcone crime family, for um, Batwoman, yeah, for the Sirens, for you know so many people that uh, it, it would work really well. Huntress. Oh, a series of Gotham, uh, a series of Gotham shows. You could have the same kind of backbone of the city be a constant through each series. Yeah, Dude, you got to go, go right. Soprano style. Like I think that what Gotham had going for a little bit. For the first couple of seasons, was they had that Soprano style mob boss feel. Yeah, they didn't really flush that out enough. But I really want to see like that kind of show where Catwoman would be kind of going in and out of that life, anyways. You know, going in and out of the mob and kind of um, seeing how she interacts with them and stuff, and having that crazy lifestyle in the background. Mm. Actually, badass. you know what's great about Catwoman is, um, and Jeff Loeb touched on this in Long Halloween and Dark Victory, is where they show Gotham at war between mob families and what they call the freaks being like you know joker scarecrow and all them catwoman to me is like right in the middle because she's she she's tied in with the mob but she's you know she also dresses up wears a mask and does crazy well, she kind of plays both sides you yeah know? she kind of teeter-totters between the two and lets the lets them go to war while she sneaks in while they're distracted and kind of takes her spoils i liked uh the grumpler's suggestion he said uh Dead man. Oh, now if you do dead man, oh, yeah. you know how that's you know where that's gonna lead to eventually. You Dude, have to... <laughs> this kid said Hellblazer, and that'd be a great one. Dude, think about it. you know where they're getting at. It would be like the way they're building up to the Defenders and Netflix series. They'll build up to Justice League Dark, which would be cool. Yeah, Tana series, Entry Again. Oh my perfect. god, that'd be perfect. really cool. Oh. League Dark for sure. You know, I mean. And obviously, kind of like I don't know, not to copy Marvel, but you know, a cool, a cool uh, Nightwing would be, would be good. Yeah. Also, yeah. Okay, so we'll He's... move on to the next one because he was next on the list. Was uh, Nightwing is a popular choice to have as a, a, a Netflix show. Um, there's not much to say, but I mean, yeah, everybody loves Nightwing, don't they? So that would that would be no. super popular. <laughs> Except for <laughs> <Shane>. <laughs> It didn't really show to even uh, introduce Dead Man through, you know, if they ended up doing yeah. a show because he has the roots with the Haley Circus. The Graysons. Yeah. Oh, you know, I think if there was going to be a Nightwing show, there would have to be an, um, a uh, obligatory Nightwing ass shot probably at least once a season. <laughs> yeah. Where he's yeah. coming out of the shower. Yeah, boy. Now, the great thing about a Nightwing series, you could you could bring old Slade in, can't you, uh, Diggity? Oh yeah, for sure, man. I, I would like to see that explored again too, because you know Deathstroke was predominantly a Nightwing villain, yeah. yeah, for a while. They had a lot of history and stuff, so I would love to see him brought back to, you know, going at it with uh, 
with Nightwing. So Nightwing would be oh man, that would be so successful because all the girls would watch it as well. You know, they cast someone really handsome and whatnot, and it was just. Uh, I think uh, really Nadj Cat and uh, Angel Young are both down for a Nightwing show from from the comments. From Ooh. what I'm seeing, um, you know what? Hey, let's just flip the script. <laughs> Kids instead of having a Deathstroke series, oh baby, hey, sure. instead of having a a hero show, let's have a rogue show. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, um, Port of Owls show. You know what? It was all centered around them. As far as um, who's it? LPC Big Opie had made a good point yeah. early about the True Detectives format, where do a season of each Rogue be kind of yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That would be badass. Yeah, I, I would love to. Someone see just a... mentioned Blue Beetle would be a badass show. <laughs> <laughs> I would um, I would love to see a Penguin show because he deals with the mob and politics and. Dude. Yeah, if they would base that on um Penguin Pain and Prejudice, oh, that would yeah. be amazing. It's a great yeah. run, so dude. Uh, Gotham by Midnight. Yes, yes. I've I've seen a couple people now say a Riddler show. Two different people have said Riddler would be a cool show, anti-hero show. Mm-hmm. I think you, could, he, he's a complex too. character, yeah. man. You could. Um, they, They've done so much with his character, too. You know, they even went through that phase with his character as well, where he was, like, kind of, like, turned over a, le- a new leaf and was, like, aiding in uh, investigations and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there for a yeah. while before the New 52 relaunch, so they could even do something like that. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I really don't know how you're going to get a better performance than Jim Carrey, though, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, I, thought you meant, I thought you meant Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, Red Hood was also on the list. Bring that shit yeah. up to, like, Punisher status. Just guns blazing everywhere. Please. He could be a, He could be in the movie. I don't man. He could do both, but yeah, I, I think he'd I be more see, popular in the movie. I want to see his flashbacks, Lazarus Pit, everything. You do a Red Hood. His, show, his series, I think, would be probably the most brutal and probably one of the one of the best ones you could pick. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, if, if they do, if they do like beginning of uh, beginning of Under the Hood, where he's running the you know, he takes over the the whole crime business in Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That'd be uh, really dark. Uh, go, going at Black like, Mask. Yeah. yeah. He's another one I would like to see, too. Like, if they, you know, started up these series that branched off of each other, he would be another great one to even introduce in the Nightwing story because one of my favorite, you know, Nightwing storylines is back whenever, you know, Jason was in Bloodhaven and was posing as Nightwing, you know, but killing people and stuff. And then, you know, Dick has to track him down and they kind of fight it out and stuff. <laughs> a cool way to bring him in, too. Jay, <laughs> he needs to go to bed. Triple J, uh, Triple J and Purple. Hey, look. Triple J and Yessie both said they want to fuck Red Hood. Guys, can we keep it appropriate, please? Hey, let me, t- let me tell you something, <laughs> boy. If you, if you have a Red Hood series, you could see the Joker kill Jason Todd with a crowbar, Ray Shagul with the Lazarus Pit, Red Hood throwing Black Mask out of a window. I mean, come on. <laughs> you could do so much with yeah. Jason Todd. <laughs> Yeah, One yeah. thing that, um, you know, you kind of notice with the Netflix series, of course, you know, they're starting with building the Defender series, but the people that we're talking about with, uh, you know, the DC characters, everything's very street level. Is there anybody that you think would be, you know, like a powered hero that would make a good series? Mm. Street level? Well, Swamp no, non, non-street level. Street level. Like, Swamp Thing? Dude, bit, Court of Bowls, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Yeah. I said Martian Manhunter. I said Court of Owls. Give that credit to me, (laughs) Movie Donut. We've been talking all Gotham characters, and all Gotham characters are really street level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you go outside of Gotham. uh, Oh, Gramps. How have you not said Hawkman? Oh, well, shit. Yeah. The given. That's a it is due. <laughs> Crime syndicate would be fucking badass, classy Ulysses. Trust the society. Teen Titans. Yeah, uh, Animal Man would even make a badass show. I think. Oh yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Man, Animal Man. I wouldn't yeah. mind. I wouldn't even mind seeing a live action Young Justice. Man, that show is fucking amazing, dude. It was. <laughs> Told yeah. you. It's like, okay. it's like really man. fucking good. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking rules, dude. Like, I just saw the, the Doctor Faith episode. I'm like, oh man, this is just badass. It would be great if they did instead of doing, you know, the Titans <laughs> on, on film. You know, setting up individual shows and bringing them all together on Netflix. Hey, maybe <laughs> they can do a, a Red Sun. DC Baywatch. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it would be yeah. badass if they did it like so not not in any style at all, like Doctor Who, but took that concept where uh, they just call the show multiverse, and someone is like falling through each universe and stumbles upon the different Earths and the different types of like heroes in that alternate universe. Yeah. So oh, like so- every every couple episodes or seasons, you're seeing like. You know, like Thomas Wayne, Batman, Nashcat just said something like that. You're seeing Thomas Wayne, Batman. You're seeing Martha Wayne, Joker. You're seeing... Um, well, they should have had know. Flash doing that. Yeah. They, oh, there you go. Well, there's already a Flash show, but... Someone said Man, Man Bat. That's pretty cool. You know what? Think about how they did um, Villain Month, where they had an issue for each villain and explored their <laughs> new origin. Like, if they just do a series for each villain in Netflix, that'd be pretty cool. And don't, you don't have to Bro. go 13 episodes. Give us like six to eight. You don't want to iron fist it. You know what I mean? Dude. No pun intended. Channelman, <laughs> Channelman Ghost. That's a, a good one. Nice. That yeah, would be yeah. good. Oh. That would be cool. Yeah. Hey. I'd, I'd especially like a, a Man Bat show if they did it in the style of uh, the Gods and Monsters movie. I really liked how they did Man Bat in that movie. Yeah, it's bloody That's boy. what I'm saying. I would love a rogue-based show where, you know, I like how in daredevil they show the kingpin you know he is the main bad guy in like season one but the way that they show him you're like oh well i mean he's actually a human and that's right you kind of sympathize with him and see kind of how in his point of view he's actually trying to help so if you did like a man bat or a gentleman ghost or somebody like that you could kind of flip the script that'd be really cool i asked about the street level stuff because what if instead of making a you know i don't know if they're going to have Green Lantern in this upcoming Justice League movie, but what if they had a Green Lantern series? Yeah. Or, or like well, the they cores. could do the core. Green Lantern. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not core. even have Hal Jordan, just have the core and, you know. Yeah. I would like to do I, I've always thought perfect for a Netflix show as well would be. Uh, you, you tell know, your the friend. Du- the duality of uh, Jason Blood and Etrigan or whatever. Uh, I would love that. You absolutely, um, dude. A lot of potential yeah. there, too, with Etrigan. He's, um, yeah, but you, could do, you could do one with uh, Renee Montoya. Montoya. And yeah. Gotham. That'd be awesome. So but basically what we're trying to say while talking about DC and Netflix is that Fox is just not cutting it with Gotham. It's just, you know. Right. It's a sinking. Oh, Rich oh, said yeah, that ship's been awful. sinking for a while. <laughs> Hey, mm-hmm. what about this idea? This oh, would be kind of cool. Clayface and have him like change from person to person, you know. Mm. He could That'd be cool. Yeah, oh, no badass. Clayface where he's like you start you know, where start where he's like a failed actor first and then you you go and you see his origin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got a very sad story so you could really get Dude, just make one Cassandra Kane and her just beating the living <laughs> fuck out of Oh. Okay, here's shit. what I'm about. How about Lady no Sheila, boy? Just Lady Sheila. How about how about we just reboot Quantum Leap? Yeah, <laughs> yep. and, and I'd be happy Raven, with that. Raven, Raven, Raven could have a yeah. good story. What highway to heaven, boy? Oh, Grey Goose is saying he doesn't think it'd be in the Netflix budget. <laughs> Rich, only Rich got that. <laughs> I love it. So hey, guys. <laughs> we'll we'll have to up our subscription to $15 per month, and then they'll have a budget, and then we get these awesome shows. <laughs> yes, dude, Alfred. That'd be awesome, dude. Just making him... All Watching right. him make tea. Well, yeah, like it. fucking cutting up sandwiches <laughs> and shit. Making food that nobody eats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alfred goes to fucking market. Yep. Alfred yeah, year I'll one see. where he's like basically an MI6 agent and yeah. tear shit well, up. Well, I mean, even so, like an awesome show they could do without having to worry about budget, which, you know, we were talking about Gotham because it felt like a failed version of it, but if they did something like Gotham Central, like the Gotham Central book. and Oh, that, that's, know, what, that's what they were dude, supposed that was to do. The whole, that's what I thought Gotham was going to be in. Then <laughs> Me too. And, and you know who they fucked it up? That was, that was, yeah, because that was what Fox originally said Gotham was going to be. It was going to be Gotham It was going to be good. <laughs> and you know who... Then, then every... Yeah, I... I know you're you're gonna love blame, throwing the blame. You know, and you know hey. who fucked it up? Kevin fucking Smith fucked it up. Oh shit! Because he he got <laughs> he he got no. This is true. Who even he got high on Fat Man on Batman one night, and Paul Dini's <laughs> there, and they're brainstorming about a show, and like, oh, they're gonna do a, a new show on Fox with Gotham. Wouldn't it be cool if they were all younger? Oh, and like Paul Dini spewing out all these great ideas, and Kevin Smith just like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And what happens? They changed but, the whole thing for but, Gotham on Fox. But they but they didn't do it the way that Paul was. That's true. They didn't though. do it the way. Like, Paul had the idea of it being like, 
uh, Bruce wa- Bruce was gone away to school, and he eventually finds that you know there's the secret society that's running the school, and it turns out to be the Court of Owls. Yeah, hey, that's, that always seems to happen. Go on. Somebody, uh, takes <laughs> Paul Dini's idea and always turns into a shit fest if he's not handling it himself. Uh, <laughs> hey, Nash Cat had a great idea. Huntress, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's it's hard to oh, do yeah. Huntress oh, without Huntress. birds of prey though. They're gonna want to. Yeah, you know, true. That's a tough one. Dude, I love I Huntress would, though. Boy. And something too, I just remembered that I've always wanted to see. I think would be a really cool idea. Would be to just do a show centered off like the people working in Arkham or something like, uh, have it be like a show about Arkham with like, maybe have like Jeremiah Arkham, like, you know, leading the thing and you know, the day to day stuff there. I would like to watch something like that. Even I thought you were, when you said working, working on Arkham for some reason, I just immediately thought you were going to do like construct, like construction, like the dudes, <laughs> the dudes building Arkham. Come hard hats. <laughs> All right. But you know, what show would really make sense. A two-faced show, but first half being like District Attorney Harvey Dent and how he deals with court cases and everything. I think he could work a lot with that and how he just evolves yeah. into a criminal. You know, that would be good. Yeah, I like, I like the role. suggestion about uh, the Gold's show. Yeah. Booster Gold. <laughs> I mean, Booster's a given, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What about... Yeah, uh, he's canceled. Yeah, he gets canceled. <laughs> the D- DC Collectibles recently canceled the Booster Gold Blue Beetle 2-pack. That's that's fucked up. <laughs> but, oh, they're, but they're making like fifty I, new I've Harley been in statues. Ever since. <laughs> um, too, psychological man. slash uh, crime crime series uh, thriller of uh, Scarface and the Ventriloquist. Yes, absolutely, oh, you could yeah. play a lot with that the psychological aspect of that. That would be amazing to deal with and to determine whether or not Scarface is possessed yeah. and you know takes it on his host because he what is he, he scarface is built from wood that was from um a tree in arkham where they hung prisoners, prisoners. Or, slaves or something that's, yeah. there, that's the second that's the second origin Which there's a couple really of them bad. but i was like the second one. that's cool though so good yeah uh, yeah dummy nadia, nadia had the idea of uh, bruce's journey to be batman uh someone replied that's gotham but i don't think that's what most people want i think no. most people want to see the year's training like when okay. he's away, when he's traveling the world. Sure. That'd be cool. That, that would be amazing to really touch up on that, explore that. It's called Indiana Jones. But <laughs> Another way they could get around doing a, a Batman-based Netflix show if they wanted to keep it you know, entirely separate was, you know, do a Batman show with uh, Dick Grayson taking up the mantle or something. I would love that. I would love to see a show. Of, oh, like you, um, Life After yeah. Death that Tony Daniel did and stuff. Yeah, like that, I would know. love to see him like taking up the cow, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, Batman's got enough history that everybody knows enough about Batman that, you know, you wouldn't have to have all the filler story to fill it in. I think it would work out. Oh, my God. Then you'd have these Nolan nerds going, Dick Grayson's not Batman. Where's Robert Blake? Where's Robert Blake? Netflix ruined my life. John Blake. I want John Blake. He's Nightwing. Yeah, bad fanatic account out of retirement for that. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I would like to see a Raven show as well. Yeah. Raven would be yeah, really cool. Yeah, a, a whole uh, Raven versus Trigon kind of thing. Yeah, I think I think Raven's untapped potential as well. They should really evolve her more. Let's slide into um, some background movie buzz. Um, mm. Take it away. What happened? Well, uh, we found out that uh, Joss Whedon is quite possibly making a Batgirl movie. I want the last scene of the movie after after the climax. You know, she defeats whoever she has to defeat. Yeah, I know. You I want it. the movie to end with her back at home, Jim's in in the room with her, and you know, like they're having their final words of the movie. Just as the movie's ending, you know, it's the the screen starts to fade to black. <laughs> you hear a knock on the door. Oh, and yeah. And you hear footsteps over to the door, and it's the pizza the door guy. Open. Yep. Hear a gasp and a gunshot, oh. and then that that's just the end of the movie. You don't see anything more. But then there's also the Sirens movie coming, and that sets up a Birds of Prey movie. Birds of Prey, you have Barbara in her chair, and you get flashback scenes of what happened after the knock on the door. Yeah. Yeah. 
That would be one. That would be fantastic. It would be even cooler is if he had like a bloodstained crowbar in his pants too when they show him. So it's like there you go. Not so that. Yeah. Um, Batgirl movie. I thought it was gonna be a Birds of Prey movie, but now they're just going straight to Batgirl. My theory on that is they predict heavy success for Wonder Woman solo female superhero mm-hmm. movie, and then they want to um, ride on that with Batgirl. That's just why I think. Because originally we were supposed to do Birds of Prey, but now they're just saying Batgirl, and uh, that well, sounds like a studio move to me. I mean, minus that uh, Chantress or whatever her name was that was in <laughs> Suicide Squad, I'm sure all their feedback on their women and their movies have been great. Yeah, Katana comes. Tana kind of sucked too, but Harley. Yeah, but her, her role was like what two minutes? Yeah. Right. <laughs> She's like a cosplayer. She she might she might have got more screen time if Will Smith wasn't in the movie because it became largely a Deadshot movie. Getting jiggy with it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So she could have got she could have got more backstory. Yeah, he's brutal. Mm. Yeah, From like even <laughs> casual fans, that was one of the biggest complaints I heard. Like, uh, you know, people that didn't even read the comics or know anything really thought her character seemed awesome and was like, why didn't they explore that, you know, Katana chick more? I was like, yeah, it'd been nice if they did because she's a really good character, but, you know, mm. there's a lot of people wanting her more ever in the movie. They were like, why Wes we isn't happy. Wes was pissed, man. He was like, where's my Joker, man? Oh, <laughs> where's my eight ball? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who does everybody in the chat and you guys want to play Batgirl? I want sorry Michelle Geller. Yeah, I said a motherfucker. Uh, cause um, someone made a someone made a good point. Sarah Michelle Geller isn't she like forty two now? Yeah, but how old is how old is Gordon in the in the the continuity in movies? That he's like ninety. He looks to be pretty. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna have Batman be you know around Affleck's age, Gordon's got to be up there. I mean, because yep. Batman's well, supposed to be pretty well into his you know career. He's supposed to be in his mid forties, so that put Jim Gordon almost pushing fifty. So, yeah, need to be around. I don't know. Nah, so, someone someone mentioned Sarah today, and I, I was like, yeah, I would love that man, Buffy and shit. And, but and it makes and it makes sense <laughs> yeah. with Joss doing it that he might bring in someone that, yeah. uh, that he's he knows. familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Bat Force Thomas Batgirl Angel. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Emily Blunt. Well, I've, I've I've all, I've already seen Tom in the in the suit. You know, he, I he think Kat's right. You know what? It could be this Lindsay Morgan girl. See, yeah. She retweeted all of the news about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, everything. What's the actress from uh, Daredevil right now? What's her name? Oh, oh the what is her name? Blonde? Yeah, well, she's also been a redhead too. Hey, yeah. yeah. You know what? I was actually thinking Emma Watson. Uh, Someone said Emma Watson. I was like, maybe. I don't know. She'd be oh, good. BJ, well, yeah, but uh, my BJ question is, Sinful what says, did, no, Scrap the Batgirl movie. How about a Damian Wayne movie? See, so we'll just is, get. Uh, I love Damian Wayne, but still, no. <laughs> What's that girl from uh, Kick Ass, Chloe Grace Moretz? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Actually. She is badass, dude. Yeah. A lot of people, and if, if, if you go back to Kick Ass, she had the physique of Damian Wayne. <laughs> so she, well, she, she would have been a Kick Ass Damian there. Mm. How about Anna Kendrick? We thought everyone was like, yeah, Carrie Kelly, Robin for. Oh, no. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone, everyone has been saying Anna Kendrick is Batgirl. But, I mean. I don't know. I just no, no. But uh, Emma Stone was one I saw the most. Yeah. Well, she's really likable, so it would be a good studio. I don't move. know if I could picture her like as a kick-ass, like you know, like beating somebody. Like Emma Stone. They'd no. have to make the the eye holes in her cowl further spaced apart. <laughs> <laughs> really, like I guess it's probably because she's never really had. A role where she's had to be like kind of I don't know intense in and like show anything like that, so it's kind of hard for me to imagine. But she does have the look and stuff, you know, to pull it off. I, I could understand why people would want her. Mm. Molly Ringwald. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh man. If they did a Batgirl movie, who would be the baddie? That's tough. Joker. That is tough. I don't know if they would plan on exploring. I'm kind of wondering, too, in the Batgirl movie, if they'll do any mention of her brother, James, too. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. James that, Gordon Jr. That, oh, yeah. like Black Black yeah. Mirror? Oh, uh, if, if, yeah. If maybe maybe through the movie she's, uh, she's tracking a killer and mm-hmm. finds out at the end that it's her brother. That would be awesome. I would like that, actually. Dude. What about uh, I, Firefly? That'd be cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I could see her even going at Black Mask or something. Um, that would be badass. She could really yeah. take on, yeah, she could fight like any of the main rogues if you think about it. She just, she, There's yeah. so many rogues that you, you can pick from. Yeah. I think it'd be good for like a first bad girl movie where she's kind of like, her character is, you know, she's, you know, of course, Gordon's daughter. She oh, kinda, I know who would be perfect. Kinda, She'd go up yeah. against Lady Shiva. Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> Oh, she get annihilated. She would smash her. That would be, that would be a short movie. Dude, did you, did you, did you, what about uh, Zaz? Zaz, yeah. yeah. Zaz or like somebody like Black Mask or something. I was gonna say it would make a lot of sense in the first movie for her to be taking on some like crime, uh, you know, lord or street level thug. Since you know, like her her dad's Gordon, you know, she could be like snooping through his files and stuff that he's doing, you know, get the inspiration, start training herself and then go out and try and take down this, you know, crime boss or whatever. So like I could see them putting in Zaz or black mask or, mm. or somebody like that. It would work really well for a first movie. Mm. Yeah, you, it, it'd be a good way to introduce some new rogues without ha- that could, that you couldn't fit in the Batman movie. So that would make a lot of sense too. It's a really good way to introduce more and more characters. On oh, the BET killer croc. <laughs> <laughs> Chill. Oh, he goes through a, uh, That's a uh, border. Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope he uh, evolves a little before the next movie gets a little big. <laughs> Ooh, there, someone there, said Matt there, Hatter. There, ah. There's a lot of space for characters to be used that are really unknown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if you look at the success of the Marvel stuff so far, yeah, sure, everyone knew who Daredevil was, but nobody knew who uh, Luke Cage was or who Iron Fist was, like speaking general population. <laughs> yeah. As evidenced by the fact that everyone complained when... Iron Fist wasn't cast by an Asian actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, stupidest argument. And they also thought he he'd be Kung Fu hero right away. Mm. Well, yeah. you know, also too, uh, that girl would be a good place for the lesser known villains too, because you know, I mean, the Batman films are gonna want to pull top tier villains for the Batman films. <laughs> Condiment. Yeah, so, <laughs> Condiment. You know, yes. To throw yeah. more, you know, obscure ones in there, like Ventriloquist would be awesome for Batgirl. I mean, that would be a great. He keeps getting screwed over. No ventriloquist in the video games. No ventriloquist in the the Lego Batman movie. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, ju- I just I just worry they would uh, use the new Fifty Two ventriloquist. No, never. The girl, the female. Uh, yeah. I, I think they shit can that. Not like Scott yeah, Snyder awful. shit can that. That's the, yeah. that's, that's, that never stolen, happened. That's the that's stolen Riley too, which was ventriloquist before the new Fifty Two one. But I hope it's Wesker if they do it. Mm. For sure. Oh, Tom. Oh, Tom. Uh-oh. Classy you listeners said Professor Pig. Oh, do pig, do pig. Yeah. He'd be a re- Ooh, he'd, no. Good one. He'd Keller, actually man. be, be awesome. a real good man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pig make pig perfect. Make perfect. Yeah. <laughs> make perfect. Mark of the Bat says Zaz, and Zaz would definitely make a good one we mentioned earlier. Just a, a lot of nice yeah. I Actually, Zaz <laughs> is one of the few good parts about the Gotham show as well. He's, he's just fucking crazy. That's crazy, yeah. He would be very scary, too, you know? I mean, yeah. because not only is he, like, physically terrifying, but he's he can mess with your mind and be psychologically terrifying, too. Yeah, he's pretty bad. Yeah, right? totally. Mm. What about uh? What about Hush? Go ahead, Diggity. Uh, I would. Re- I think he would be best for a Batman film because he would doesn't have no history. Yeah. Of Batman, yeah. That. But uh, I, I could kind of see in an aspect yet again with this character. There's that history there with Batman that would be better in a Batman film. But I think they could tailor uh, Phantasm good for a Batgirl movie. Ooh, Phantasm. They just going yep. going crazy uh, now, ain't you? Yeah. Manta Ray Frank says the yes. shit monster from Justice League Yes, Dark. the shit monster from Justice League Dark. <laughs> that would be so good because then we would get a hot toy for it too if he was in a movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> some, guy, some guy in a Chinese factory would just shit in a box. Sky's <laughs> the limit with Rogue. I guess they'll do an origin story too for Batgirl, won't they? There'll be Batman in it. That'd be pretty cool. Hope, hopefully he doesn't bang her on the rooftop like he did in the Killing Joke animated movie. Yeah, because yeah, that's the opening that scene. That wasn't fucking stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you know, um, guys, who are we to judge? Love is love. How how certain are they that this Batgirl movie is going to happen, though? Is this like a heavy rumor? Is this? It's a know? heavy rumor, but it's Joss Whedon apparently is in talks and he's pitching around 
ideas of a story. So Wait, what did this well, guy I do mean, again? They blew up the internet today, so yeah. they already saw the fan reaction. Seems pretty so legit. I, I, yeah. yeah, but they did the same uh, thing with the Deadshot movie, and no one's heard shit about that since the rumor started. Well, <laughs> yeah, because no one gave gave a shit about it either. Yeah. Oh, Big Willie style boy. <laughs> yeah, this they might have just. Uh, Release this little tidbit, like like Graham says, just to see what the fan reaction would be. Yeah. And now that they see that people are biting like crazy. They're probably gonna want to go through with it. Mm. You know, did, did we did we even talk about like timeline? Like, will this take place like pre uh, pre Batman vs Superman? Is it along that timeline? Yeah, I don't, I don't think we know anything. Yeah. anything yeah. I, I kind of hope so. I kind of hope they do it uh, pre. Batman versus Superman, because well, I guess they could tie it in good in between Batman versus Superman. Like she could come up in the absence of Batman not being around anymore, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, Batman, you know, while he's taking a break, you know, she could have taken up the mantle to yeah, you know, keep Gotham well, safe during that yeah, time. Because he burns down the Batcave, or he burns down Wayne Manor, and, and right, and that, and then that's why it's burned down. And Batman or Superman. Yeah. This guy's the ex Avengers director? Bro, Joss Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's well, what I was going to say. Dude, <laughs> oh, yeah, because, yeah, because I know Marvel. Creator about of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, creator of Angel. I was just happy to hear oh. about this because, like, he really. <laughs> yeah, because I know about Marvel. He really freaking went for it, man. Like, right after Age of Ultron, when all the fans and shit pissed him off, like, giving him shit about Age of Ultron, and he quit and dropped it. The very first thing in a press release was, like, yeah, I'm going to do, do a movie for DC. <laughs> He's really Dude, good. you know what? I'm, everyone's hopping on the DC train now. I think it was Tuesday, maybe, uh, those reports came out that both Marvel and DC are talking to Aaron Sorkin. Ah, nice. So, like, he's he's the, he's yeah. the writer of Newsroom, West Wing. Uh, I think he did uh, Social Network. Yeah, oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah, he's I've, he's done a lot of stuff. Wes, so, <laughs> someone just asked, are you are you guys gonna buy Very Injustice too? What do you think of the roster so far? Wes, take it away, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else, uh, everyone take, else take go, a half for, hour off. Greg, go get some dude, coffee. You, you better drink some, like a whole pot of coffee for this yeah. answer. There you go, yeah, Wes. I'll, I'll try and keep it short, but in well, they uh, want to know if you're gonna I buy it, Wes. But they didn't I'm, ask if you're going to buy five copies. I think that would be the question. <laughs> well, well, how many times are you going to beat it on the first day? Copy, yeah. The variant cover copy. The... <laughs> Shrimp well, gum. Yeah. I was just going to say that. That's fucking hilarious. Mountain Dew copies. <laughs> Sweet Walmart copy. special copy. The Walgreens yeah. special copy. Louisiana shrimp. <laughs> shrimp gum. KFC collectible, collectible bucket copy. The, the, the Mothman variant cover. I get the Tim Hortons variant over here. Oh, Tim Hortons copy where they all just shake hands. They don't fight. They all <laughs> to fight. each other. They and asking. they all have health care. <laughs> <laughs> they were asking what, what what do you think of the roster so far me and you had a lot of um conversations about the roster for injustice yeah. 2 and what we hope um i'm but... liking the roster a lot uh i think that they've met a lot of fan demand with this game as far as adding more diversity uh for the roster in it and uh even though i don't agree with it uh the biggest fan complaint of the games from the last one was less bat characters. Now I don't agree with that, but you know they felt like they took up the whole, the majority of the roster. You know, like uh, Aquaman didn't get a villain in the last game, and uh, the Flash didn't really have anybody unless you consider uh, Killer Frost a Flash villain. He didn't really have anybody, but uh, I think it's I think it's really good. I think the premium skins they're doing for it's going to add. I, I think this game is going to have. Uh, like, you know, an insane more amount of replayability uh, value as compared to the old game. Because uh, not only did we get revealed that we're going to have choices in the story mode, which will affect how the game ends and uh, what happens to certain characters, but you got the gear system, which is supposed to have hundreds of different options of different armor and accessories for each character. You know, they're saying that, no two people uh, in, like, 50 matches would have the same gear on in a fight. So you got that. Um, and then... So you have customizable suits 
fully customizable. Yeah, you can customize the oh. cow, the uh, symbols on their armor. Uh, you can even change the color. For every piece of armor you get, you can make it any color you want to. So there'll be a lot of options to make classic suits and stuff too. Like they already revealed a picture of one of Superman's armor looks exactly like his red sun suit. So uh, it's going to save also people from having to pay money for skins because you're going to have the armor in game that you win. You unlock stuff just from playing it. So Ooh. it's going to save, you know, players a lot of money where you'd have to pay, you know, what, like, three bucks for a couple skins where in this you're just going to unlock them for playing it so uh um well someone was asking um i think uh c garcia was asking uh what who do we think is going to be added to the game like how they you know i guess dios uh well we mentioned uh sub-zero possibly yeah yeah uh ones that are definite uh just because the poll they did is sub-zero is going to be an mk guest character uh, Spawn oh. is going to be the best character. And Rorschach sure. uh, was the other Rorschach, one, wasn't yeah. It? Yeah, yeah Rorschach. Rorschach was top, and then Ed Boone said that the <coughs> best character he wanted in was Hellboy. Now, wh- whether that happens or not, I kind of think it will. Uh, even though some people aren't very happy with them doing guest characters because they think it takes up the slot of you know another comic character to be in, they have been the top-selling thing in any of the games that they do, like Freddy Krueger and Jason and stuff in Mortal Kombat were more downloaded than any of the Mortal Kombat characters were. So they're going to keep doing it because they're making a lot of money off of it. So I could definitely see them doing multiple guest characters in this, maybe three or four. Uh, And then Red Hood is still a definite, too, because he won the poll to get in the game. Uh, Now, whether he'll be one of the nine DLC characters that you get from uh, either pre-ordering the Ultimate Edition or buying separately, I don't know. But all those characters will definitely be in. I I can safely say that Sub-Zero, Spawn, Rorschach, and Hellboy, if he's in, will definitely be DLC characters. They're not going to be in the main game. Fireman of Steel says... They don't give a fuck about any of these characters. They want Lobo and Deathstroke back. I, I, I hear <laughs> I you, man. Totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, Lobo is <laughs> one that I really hope and think will be in because he was DLC in the first game, and Ed Boon has expressed that he is a very, very big fan of Lobo. And Deathstroke as well is actually Ed Boon's favorite character from DC, so... I'm hoping he gets in. I'm hoping Deadshot didn't screw Deathstroke over from getting in. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for the game. I, I've already pre-ordered the Ultimate Edition, and uh, I'll definitely be playing it. And I'll, yeah, I'll, uh, it. I'll put some gameplay up and stuff, you know, on, on the Bat Force whenever I get it. Oh, you know, so the, the digging they, they Yeah. So. And, when, and when is Injustice 2 hitting again? Is it June? Uh, it's in May. The end of May. I think May 25th, if I'm right it's or it's around the 25th 26th something like that because i'm uh, freaking out because it actually hits the week before i go on vacation (laughs) someone said uh robert england is uh scarecrow's voice oh really yeah that's awesome that's awesome it sounds like they got him in because i was so pissed in the the mortal kombat game when they did freddy and it wasn't even his freddy (laughs) yeah can't believe we got captain cold and no mr freeze yet dude that's just weird well i can i can tell you man he's gonna be a premium skin for him for sure uh because mr freeze was on that leak that came out a while ago and every character that was on that leak has been confirmed already uh you're right too yeah yeah hey for uh, a couple people just asked yes uh, uh the bad force will be live streaming the uh, gameplay for injustice 2 when it comes out so we'll, we'll, we'll yep. uh, send information on the, the main feed once that starts um yeah, Diggity's sure. gonna be on vacation, so no excuses. We're gonna have that going. Twenty four seven, disappearing boy. Uh, we want to talk about uh, DK three. Oh yeah, DK three. <laughs> Jeez, I forgot about. Who's high tonight? <laughs> it's like oh, it's that time. Of, it's that time of the the year again <laughs> DK3. Yeah. Dark, Dark Knight 3 The Master Race number 8 by Frank Miller Brian Azzarello and Andy Kubert um, so basically what happens in this book that the Amazonians crush the Kryptonians is that what's going on basically yeah 
yeah, it's spoiler a alert woman if you book. haven't read it yet. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty gory issue. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me of pretty much a splash page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very in that <laughs> they, they style. They really did that. That Wonder Woman page, uh, a splash page of Wonder Woman with just limbs raining down all over. That's pretty. Wonder Woman looked really great in this one. Bruce is alive. He's young because he just got yeah. pulled out of the Lazarus pit. And, so yeah, uh, it starts out. Carrie Kelly finds out he's dead. I mean, I guess she's watching some kind of YouTube feed or whatever, and she's you know she's sad or whatever. Flash, he's still hanging around upside down. Is he ever gonna heal up? I don't know, but I I love how that hologram comes up when he talks to Superman and Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, communicate uh-huh. with them. What was going down after he went to see her during the Amazonian War? I forgot this book it's already because it comes months. out once a month. You know? It has been like a year since the last issue. Seriously, dude. I... Well, in the last issue, you know, they, they had the big battle with the Kandorians in Gotham, and that's where Batman got, you know, heat ray vision through the heart. And, you know, was dying. Right, yeah. So Superman took him to the Lazarus pit. And that's where this one picks up. This He just opened up a whole new can of worms by having him out of the Lazarus pit again. So if he's doing... If, if they added issue 9 to be a setup for Dark Knight 4, he has so much to play with. You have a young Bruce Wayne from the Lazarus pit. That's going to be crazy. That's going to be crazy. I love how yeah. Tom has a figure for every uh, topic. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Tom. Get that boy raised now. Well, let's uh, let's really put him to work because when we finished talking about the Injustice roster, I wanted to know if we could talk about the Chicago Bulls roster in the '90s because that oh, was a God. stacked roster. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, some figures. <laughs> yeah, I got. I think I have a Dennis Rodman figure somewhere. Nice. There you go. Go on. Nice. I still have all kinds of bull starting lineup. Oh, so, <laughs> of so, course you do. So, I've got an asshole. Steve, man, that guy never missed, boy. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, so Gramps, <laughs> with, with Dark Knight 3 wrapping up, which with your, you being the, 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 the DKR resident of the Bat Force, what's your uh, thoughts as we, approach, as we approach the last issue? Well, I'll be honest. I, I, I mean, this... This is really more of a Trinity book than it is a Dark Knight book. I totally like to, agree. Yeah. I really hope issue nine is Batman heavy where, you know, now he's younger. He, he's he been briefed on what's going on. Got him a new Batmobile. Ooh. Did you like that Batmobile in this Dude, this they, yeah, the Golden Age. Yeah. I love that. I didn't see that coming. He's got a new new partner with Carrie now. Looks like Superman's finally grown some cojones and wants to do something. I think there's going to be a big showdown in issue nine, obviously, with Lara Kent. And uh, I just hope it's really Batman heavy. But if it's a segue to Dark Knight 4, you know, I'm glad glad Frank's back in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hey, we got a question um, from uh, someone asked, what do you you think of the... Dark Knight Last Crusade prequel comic. Uh, we actually did an episode uh, covering that. If you go to um, on SoundCloud and iTunes, Bad Force Radio, we covered that in, in the whole episode. But uh, but we uh, we we liked that one. It was um, it left us wanting more, but uh, we we liked it a lot. We really enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed Master Race, and I have to say, I actually liked Last Crusade even more than Master Race personally. I thought it was really <laughs> me too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, me too. Well, yeah, you had like Ivy and Croc in there. I'm like, oh, shit, Frank Miller writing Ivy, Right, boy? I was oh. just really interested in getting that filler story, like, you know, seeing how he was going to fill in the holes in the, in the, you know, timeline, and it was great, man. I mean, I would love if he would continue a series in that, you know, portion of the timeline. It was great. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, too, man. If Frank Miller ever writes a Wonder Woman story, I'd read the hell out of it. I love Frank Miller's Wonder Woman. I do. I, yeah. I, you, I love Frank Miller's Wonder Woman. And All Star Batman and Robin. That, too, that is Wonder Woman, too. dude. Can, can well, we, she's can the we one that a, they all talked about. Can we get a mini series on Frank Miller's uh, DKR Catwoman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jenny Craig. <laughs> <laughs> no, but last year when Frank Miller and Azarello were here at here at Dallas, I mean, you know, I, I asked Azarello, I was like, which character out of this run have you enjoyed working with on the most? And I mean, Without hesitating, him and Andy Kubert said Wonder Woman. They yeah, love they, they all, Wonder Woman. They all want to do more. Man, literally one of my favorite interpretations of Wonder Woman. Hey, just going back to uh, Last Crusade real quick, I, I just wanted to give 
real quick two cents for the uh, listener that asked the question. Well, the thing is, you know, a lot of people assume that, uh, you know, Last Crusade was like when he quit being Batman just because, you know, something happened to uh, Jason. I don't think, one, we don't know the age of Bruce in that story. You know, it kind of shows that he's kind of getting up there in age. That book is not the end of when of Batman's career and when he decided to give up the cow because right. um, one, he had to go catch Joker at some point to put him back in Arkham Asylum. He put up the tribute to Jason in the Batcave, so that kind of shows that something did happen. Jason died or something, but he still went on for a while as Batman before maybe the grief and the guilt got to him and he finally caught Joker to put him away and then he was like, okay, now I've had enough. So yeah, that's there is why more to that story that could be yeah. written and filled in and I, hopefully someday that story gets written. Maybe I'll write it. No. Well, <laughs> that's why I literally thought that they would do another issue of it because they did leave so much open. You know, yeah. So yeah. hopefully they revisit it because yeah. it, it was... Uh, you know, like I said, I've loved Master Race, but it was just way better to me than Master Race has even been. I really, really yeah. liked it. Well, the after, thing with Master Race reading is it. Superman and Wonder Woman heavy. I mean, yeah. Well, it, yeah. it's called Master Race, so, you know, it, it's not surprising that it's not uh, a Batman-centric book. Yeah. Right. But, uh, Plus, Frank, you know, I mean, he he wasn't, you know, tiptoeing around the issue. He said it would be Superman heavy, you know, because I, I think he really, he's gotten this kind of unfair thing where people think he hates Superman. He's just trying to bury the character and stuff. And I think he wanted to show that, no, I like Superman. I know a lot about Superman and, you know, I'm going to include him, you know, predominantly in this story. And he's done a great job. I really like Superman and Master Race. He, he said the story will make you like Superman again. Mm-hmm. That's impossible for me, but you know, <laughs> uh, he should have said it will make you like Wonder Woman even more. I would have. Uh, That's put that true. That's yeah. true. I love the fact that while she's kicking Kandorian's asses, she's like got the baby kid. Jonathan strapped his her back, yeah. and he's love just that. having fun. He's <laughs> loving it. Like, I wonder if that's a commentary on how women have to do it all these days, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, big, well, and, and I mean, there was a little bit of you know foreshadowing when when she asked for Jonathan from Lara, and and Lara was like, "Does this mean you don't trust me or something?" And I mean. It can go without saying that she's not going to trust that little bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's head another good, great thing about Frank's books is uh, that I like with his style of writing is he uses a lot of stuff for metaphors of you know real world things that are going on and stuff. And it's it's cool. Yeah, a lot of allegory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. uh, back to uh, Last Crusade. Last Crusade definitely needs a second part. It ended where I expected it to start. Yeah. From the term <laughs> right. Last Crusade, I think everyone expected that it was going to be Bruce's Last Crusade, not Jason's. Yeah. Right. Well, any predictions for issue nine? What's going to happen? How it's going to segue into um, the new one? Well, I hope that little bitch is dead. <laughs> I hope it's very Batman heavy. I hope uh, Lara gets her due. And uh, <laughs> you know, she's I feel, a little small like brat. Towards the end, uh, Graham's, you know, kind of like you were. I, I think we're definitely in for a batman heavy issue you know before it all is said and done and ends i i I feel like he's gonna come in and be pretty dominant one of the issues rather that's you know Mm. the next one who knows what do you guys think about the mini comic (laughs) (laughs) oh bruce bruno (laughs) so i i kind of knew that she was already going to be in the mini comic because i i guess about three or four weeks ago Somebody went to, um, you know, the, what is it, the Manhattan Con or something like that. Showed some original artwork by Bruce, or not Bruce, by, excuse me, by Frank Miller, where it had that, it was basically the cover for that mini comic, and it had Bruno hopping down while Batman was right there, and I was like, oh, that's something new. Wonder what that could be to, and then I was kind of put two and two together, and, uh, but, I mean, did Commissioner Yindel die in this mini comic? Did you guys it, think she died? It, it, I thought so. Yeah, uh, from from her words, yeah, because uh, huh? it seemed like she it seemed like she was 
handing Gotham back over to Batman. I don't think so. I think she said she needed a transfusion or something like that, like the irony of Bruno dying on top of her. Yeah, because she, she was bleed because sure. because Bruno was bleeding onto her, and I think she was saying it was ironic that there was someone bleeding to death on top of her. Well, mm. while she needed a blood tra- transfusion to to live. Mm. True. I wonder if that's going to bring back Gordon somehow. Mm. Hey, someone just asked, what do you guys think of Carrie Kelly's uh, bat suit, the Batgirl suit? I love it. Yeah, yeah. Colorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, he yeah. called her Batgirl, though. I was like, oh, shit. I, I, I didn't know if they, they were going to go that route. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, I love how she's been, like, almost all the side characters. She had, like, the Catwoman-esque character. And she mm-hmm. was Robin. Now she's been Batwoman. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he's he's been showing her evolution. I really think that right. Frank Miller considers her like his daughter, in a yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, and he does, you know, he said that he considers her to be the most skilled of, you know, Batman's protégés and stuff, yeah. so. And we saw in that first issue, uh, she was smashing those cops, and we thought it was Batman. Yeah. Right. It was actually he her in a suit, and she was taking them apart. Yeah. Yeah. So Wrong. Yeah. Um, oh, someone did, re- <laughs> side, side note, uh, Gilbert mentioned that today is Greg Capullo's birthday, so... Big happy birthday to Greg Capullo and happy birthday to Batman as well. So supposedly today is the day when uh, Detective Comics 27 hit the stands, I think. Yeah, so glad someone forced it. Yeah, well, it's 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 debatable. <laughs> it's my mom's birthday today, too. Really? Oh, but what's interesting is that Detective yeah. 27 had like a, it's a, a May publication date yeah. on the cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, but it's even, even now, everything comes out before the date that it says beside the barcode. Right. <laughs> they used to make me so mad when I was like, you know, young kid trying to buy Playboys at the, you know, the Quickie Mart, and I was like, is it June, July? What month is this? I don't know. Is this the new one? Did you just say know. the? Did you just say the Quickie Mart? Yeah. <laughs> you said the fucking Quickie. Would the you Simpsons? like a squishy? We did. We had. We had quickie marks. Or, yeah, we had. Oh, you like quickie marks? Hello, Kelly. Would you like a jumbo jelly squishy? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, Mr. Homer. Hey, that guy. No offense, the guy that does his voice was on a Dallas uh, sports radio this morning, and I mean, he does like all the voices all the for voices, like Bo yeah. the bartender. Actually, he was on Mike and Mike. I heard him on Mike and Mike. Alfie, get off the stage, sweetheart. Dude, he was doing all of them. He was doing Abu. He was doing uh, Mo. He was doing all of them. It was so funny. Mm, that's funny. Big shout out to the trunk loop. Could make it tonight? <laughs> He's stuck yeah. on the sixth floor. So uh, oh, he's he, barred he, from he's the fifth floor. To the sixth floor. <laughs> Tom, no, no, he's, he's just barred from the fifth floor. He got he's busting down. his ass on the sixth floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we just sneak in the it trailer real quick? Is that all right? Can we just talk about yeah, that? Yeah, because it looked fucking scary. Well, <laughs> you won't be able to hear anything. Um, that it trailer. Any of you guys ever read the book? Yes. Awesome. And uh, so, so I read the book when it, back in the day when I was a little kid, and I, I, I saw the movie when it aired on television back in the day, and I've always been a big fan. But man, this trailer! Oh my freaking goodness, dude! Oh. Yeah, I, I loved the uh, I loved the book. I loved the movie, uh, the original movie, and I'm a big Tim Curry fan. So you know, like it's gonna be hard to top it. But I gotta say, from the trailer, it looks like I could like this one more than the original. <laughs> it just yeah, looks well, more well, that's what's supposed to happen. It has to evolve. You know, you have more, you know, better technology now. You have a, a cinema budget. Um, you know they're really going. They're really pulling out of the book more this time. Yeah. That, that one he, part where the it's the the projector takes you know takes a mind of its own. Oh and then, yeah. And then, yeah. So I was like, dude, oh. when they're in the like sewer and he fucking yeah. runs at them, fuck. that scared me, dude. <laughs> yeah, they're not pulling any punches with this movie. It looks freaking amazing. So. So the original like the original series, it was a, a TV series. Yeah, it was a two. And it was on like. It was on like network TV, yeah. Which yeah. you know, it was a imagine... main event, dude. It was like seven oh, yeah, million, and then and then nine million viewers. That's now for nineteen ninety. That is huge, huge. But yeah. it was on network TV where they can't really do a lot. Imagine yeah. what this yeah. movie's gonna be like. They still made a good yeah. point because in, in in the story, the kid gets his arm ripped off, but they never showed it in the series. So I'm wondering if they're going to show it in the movie now because that's some crazy shit, man. Damn clowns, boy. Like, to be honest, man, there's there's a, a couple 
Stephen King books I would love to see done in films with a big budget. You know, like there, uh, he's made films for a lot of his movies already, but you know, well like, they're doing Dark Tower. Oh yeah, that's right. That'll be good. They're also doing Castle Rock. I think I think it's called Castle Rock, and it's like characters from different Stephen King books can actually cross. Yeah, I think that's a Netflix one. So he was yeah. like, you know, the dude. Um, what was it from The Shining? Might meet someone from the Tommy Knockers and Cujo and carry the cards. It's crazy. Dude. <laughs> I'd like to see him uh, do a, a nice remake of Thinner too. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, thinner? <laughs> dude, uh, Storm of the Century would be awesome. Oh, what was all oh, the fog? You guys ever see the fog? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's some crazy. At the end, that's I like crazy. The, I like Pet Cemetery too. Pet Cemetery. What about oh, uh, yeah. Night Flyer? I think it's called. Yeah, that was. A good I one. think. And the stand. What What I'm hoping is, I'm hoping it's really successful. So what they'll do is they'll they'll bring the stand to the movies as well. That was, yeah, that was a brilliant movie. The only thing is, that's a really long story. Do lock and key. Do his son, <laughs> his son stuff. Surprised they haven't done that yet either. They made a pilot for it. Well, that's a good one, boys. It's gonna do it for another episode of Bat Force Radio. Big shout out to the live stream for hanging out with us, chiming in as always. Appreciate it, and uh, that'll yes. do it. Oh, hey, um, Wes, take us on out. Where the fuck is Scott? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gotham dwellers, make sure to stop everything right now. And subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.